0: Welcome to The Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson,
1: a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Hi, friends, and thanks for listening to The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas, where you can sell, shop and look fabulous. I am your host, Jennifer Johnson. And today we welcome into the studio Mimi Von Schreiner uh, Valenti. Sorry. <laughs> and she's a local realtor, a fashion guru who just loves celebrity fashion and celebrity style and also a manners aficionado. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really pleased to be here with you. This is just super fun for I, me. It, I'm so excited because we did the one for Thanksgiving. Right, yes. And now we're talking about Christmas because that brings about a whole bunch <sighs> Christmas of other questions. Is a re- yeah,
0: it's a real minefield of manners, I have to say. There's yeah. just so many ways to get tripped up during the
1: holidays, I, which I, is so sad me, but yeah. true. <laughs> it, it is. It's sad but true, but we've all kind of been there. Yep. And uh, like I was telling our listeners that the last time we were together that I looked to you to answer all of those questions because you, you just know these things. Yes. So I just I think that's so wonderful. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. I, I hope I'm proved to be helpful. And you are. You definitely are. So holiday season, Christmas is upon us. Holidays uh, for everyone is upon us. And that means family and friends in town. Yep. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, And holiday parties for work, again, not sure if that's yes. good or bad, but that means a lot of etiquette. Mm-hmm. For sure. So leftovers. I know we talked about this a little bit at Thanksgiving time, but another question that came up, do I give them back to everybody? Now, I know we talked about do mm-hmm. I take them back myself if I brought them, but if I'm the host or the hostess... Do I give them back to everybody who's brought a particular dish uh, if it doesn't all get eaten? Or do I just divvy it up between everybody? So there's,
0: it is not a rule that you return any food. When people bring food, they bring it with the understanding that it will be eaten. And whatever's not eaten belongs really to the host and hostess. It's not expected that you're going to get to take it home. Now, when I throw a party, Mm -hmm. I always send people home, either with what they brought or some portion of what they brought mm-hmm. or if it's a smaller more intimate party if it's not a huge gathering i'll put together little to go boxes you know for everybody or the i'll have the caterers you know mm-hmm. throw it together the you know if we've hired staff for the party then you right. know they just box it all up they understand at the beginning of the night how we roll and you know try and make <laughs> sure i'm trying to make sure everything kind of goes out the door and we don't get left with too much leftovers right. but you don't have to do that if you are a person who loves having all that extra food, counts on having it for Mm -hmm. the holidays. Or let's say you're having a party where half the people are your friends and half the people are your family. And you're really hoping to have those leftovers to make sandwiches and do things because you have a house full. That's fine. You you don't have to give the food back. There's no rule that says you must return it. Now, the dish that it came in should be washed and returned to that person before they walk out the door. I was going to ask that. That mm-hmm. was my second question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So if they brought things in a dish, the expectation is that you will be handing them back that dish, either with something in mm-hmm. it, or if you've kept what's in it, that it be washed and you Makes know and returned. Sense.
1: Otherwise, you're. I, I know. I've been in that situation yeah. where I'm like. Who did I give that to? What party did right. I bring that to? And then you don't have your favorite dish to serve again. Right. And people host. don't
0: always remember either, right. you know. because um, you know, people arrive and it everybody comes at oh, once, yes. and you know, you don't know who brought what, no. right? You have no That's idea. That's true.
1: So on a on a note other than food. So this is a question that one of our listeners had. Okay. So one of my friends asked to borrow a dress for a party. I felt guilty and I said yes. And now I regret mm. it. I'm worried it's going to get ruined can I change my mind? Do I need to stick to my original decision? I'm really dreading the conversation. This is a tricky one. What mm-hmm. would you
0: do in that situation? I'm just curious. I mean, you're my dress coach. So I'm <laughs> curious what you think you would do.
1: I would stick with my original decision and just hope and pray that if something happened to it, they were able to get it cleaned or fixed or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be and have faith in them that the, that it's going to come back.
0: I know it's it's such a tricky situation because we've all been there where we've said mm-hmm. yes to something and then afterwards kind of regretted it. Oh, yes. And then when it comes back damaged, you know, that's that's hard. So I think if the person's very excited and enthusiastic about wearing the garment and you've already said they can wear it, it's very, it would not be kind. It wouldn't go, feel right. wouldn't feel right to go back on that. Um, that being said, I think, as the person borrowing it, let's put that hat on for a minute, mm-hmm. you should have an expectation that you're going to return it
1: mm-hmm. to in the, the person condition. in the
0: condition that it was given to you. And honestly, you should also pay to have it cleaned. You know, if you borrow something right. from someone, you should pay to have it cleaned. I mean, I have a very dear friend and she ran a dance business and she had these gorgeous tutus and we borrowed one for some event we were going to and somebody stepped on it and oh. ripped it, you know, mm-hmm. and she had no expectation that I was going to buy it from her. I was right. just borrowing it. But the minute it was ripped, it was mine, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So you have to be conscious of always just the golden rule, mm-hmm. you know, with something like that. How would you feel, right. you know, if it if it were the other way around? That
1: makes complete sense. Put it back on yourself. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in their proverbial shoes. Correct. And, or dress. <laughs> or dress. Or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> So another question is no matter what I give my now we're talking about gifts. Okay. okay. All right, got it. Switching switching gears now. No matter what I give my friend, she always tells me I should not have purchased a gift for her. It's like a Christmas beatdown. <laughs> it's like a Christmas <laughs> beatdown. Do you have
0: any advice? Uh, you know, we've all had this friend who just demurs to the point of making you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm, We have. You know, and it's just, it's exhausting. So, I mean, you know, I think you continue to give. You know, Mm -hmm. if you are a person who has always given that person a gift and they perpetually say, oh no, you shouldn't have, and then take it anyway, just take it for what it's worth. That's just them demurring. Maybe that's just how they were raised. So how
1: should you answer that question now that we're on the topic and when we can answer that at the end, but that's another. Yeah.
0: You mean when someone gives you something. Right. Instead of, oh, you shouldn't have done The most gracious thing to say is to say, I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. That's it. You don't need to demure. You don't need to say, oh, you shouldn't have, or oh, I'm not worth mm-hmm. it, or I'm not worthy, or this is too much, or just say, "I, I it's absolutely everything, you know, I, I could have wanted. I mean, I, I have a, John and I have a son who had a hard time with gift giving because he didn't understand. Like giving the gifts or receiving? Like receiving. Mm-hmm. So for his birthday, when he was a kid, he would sometimes get two of something. Um, And he's such a, he's my linear thinker, mm -hmm. you know, right brain kind of kid. And he would always say, thank you so much. I have one of those already.
1: (laughs) My son would say this. Right. And
0: I know that. And so I, I had to teach him that you can say, thank you so much. And, and that be true, but it also be true that you have two of it, mm-hmm. right? So you just have to learn to accept gifts graciously, no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, the situation. So you just say,
1: thank you so much. So, but what if, what if they really do give you the beat down and they're like, no, you know, and they really push you? Like, that's you know, uncomfortable, but that's, it happens. That's
0: uncomfortable. And I think if they continue with that line, then you just say, do you really not? I mean, just ask them, honestly, Mm -hmm. is it is it is this really making you uncomfortable? Do you really not want it? And if the person says yes, then next time, you know, just get them a little card, you know, just keep it simple. And it may be them too, right? It doesn't say as much about you as it does about them. It may be that they're worried they can't reciprocate that Mm -hmm. kind of a gift or that they don't know how to shop or they don't know how to, you know, give gifts. So you have to just sort of meet them
1: where they're at. It's like, taking compliments or giving compliments. Some people right. just cannot yeah, take a compliment. Yeah.
0: And no it's, matter what. I know. I know. And it's, and it's hard. And, and we all, especially as women, I think we were always taught to demur. Mm-hmm. You know, we were always right. sort of taught the squeezy and tilty of it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you know, mm-hmm. hmm. but it's fine. It's fine to say, yes, I deserve that. Thank accept you. Accept it. <laughs> Thank you. Darn much. it. Anyhow. Darn it, it. I do
1: look great today. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, that is great advice. That's great advice. <laughs> Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kids' closets are as well? Or maybe you just want to redecorate your home. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. Plus, it's extra money in the bank for all those holiday presents. You can reach them online at TrueFashionistas.com Or come into the store and check them out or check them out on Facebook or Instagram. And that's truefashionistas.com. We're now back in the studio with Mimi Von Schreiner-Valenti and we're chatting about all things manners Mm. and manners over the holidays because we need to freshen them all up (laughs) (laughs) with all the family and friends we have in town, right? That's right. Okay. Gifting. Mm -hmm. Can I re-gift? That's the
0: age-old okay, question. Okay, so re-gifting. So I am absolutely... I mean, your whole business model mm-hmm. is basically based around the concept of the re-gifting in some way or shape or form, right? So I'm I'm on board. Reduce, reuse, recycle. If it's something that I personally can't use, but I know the perfect person to give it to and it's brand new and unwrapped mm-hmm. and I haven't used it and it's in gorgeous condition, it's just not me... I think there's nothing wrong with the regift but be very careful. Do not regift it in an environment where the person who mm-hmm. gave it to you sees you regifting it. So you have to be a little strategic on the regift. And it, you know, never like take it to the, you know, to the company swap or you right. know whatever and then the person sees that, you know, oh, I guess she didn't really like that. You know, so but I'm in favor. I, you know, I think technically, you know, you're supposed to return and not re-gift. Right. I think that's silly. You know, I think why not? If it's something that I know somebody else is going to love way more than mm-hmm. I did, you know, why let it go to waste?
1: Right. That's, and that's my and feeling. That the other caveat is to make sure you don't re-gift it to the same person that gave it to you, even yes. if it's like a year or two down the road.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And be mindful too of the gift wrap. You know, a lot of people I know when they unwrap something, they save the bag or they mm-hmm. save the tissue or they save the paper because they think it's so beautiful. And, and I'm, you know, I have some gift mm-hmm. bags that were given to me that were barely used. Be careful though because everybody's gotten back Oh, that's funny. you know, at Christmas <laughs> or something, that same bag or that same paper that you used the year before. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm always like, What
1: did wasn't this my paper? Right. Last and you're year? like, Darn, I forgot to remove the gift tag name <laughs> yeah. on it that said to <laughs> whoever. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. That mm-hmm. is funny. I, I think <laughs> I've probably been guilty of that and I think, victim
0: a hundred percent I think every you know I think everybody does that and price tags too is another thing oh, a lot yes. of people forget please take your price tags oh, off yes. unless you were like my mother and sometimes she would accidentally leave the price on oh, just so gosh. she could turn to you and say well I just wanted you to know it was a nice gift this is a good no.
1: one." <laughs> Do you remember, <laughs> our, a lot of our, our listeners probably won't remember Minnie Pearl. Sure. But how she had the little price tag. Always yeah. on her hat, she had that uh, little price tag. I'm always the one accused of that in my house because I'll buy something like a decorative piece and I will not take the tags off. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'll stand there <laughs> for like two years. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, okay, Christmas cards. Number one, do I have to send Christmas cards? And number two, if so... Is there any protocol around that? Okay,
0: so there is no requirement that you send holiday cards of any, you know, type. Okay. Technically, if someone sends you a holiday card, it's appropriate to reciprocate. So it is nice to send a card back, a message back. Mm -hmm. In this day and age, even an email or text saying, oh, your family looked so beautiful on your holiday card. I loved it. You know, Mm -hmm. we didn't send cards this year, you know, or, or... Something right. to mm-hmm. that effect. um, the Christmas cards thing is it's just tricky. And you know, and a lot of people wonder, well, can I send an e card? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. If you communicate usually in your Christmas letter by, you know, Facebook post, Instagram mm-hmm. post, email, it's perfectly fine to do it that way. Um you know, I've had years I've gone whole hog and done all the cards, and I've had other years that I haven't. I think we're just all kind of busy and right you know, it can be one of these things. And I always like it when people send sort of a New Year's card Mm -hmm. or one year my sister did um, Valentine's cards, you know, uh, which with her new baby, which I just thought were, you know, Mm -hmm. was so cute. So, you know, do it because you want to. Don't do it because it's some sort of weird ritual that, you know, has been foisted upon you because that's not the spirit of right. of the holidays, right? right? So do it in a way that you can actually accomplish it and feel good about it. That's okay. my feeling about Christmas cards.
1: That's awesome advice. What about workplace giving? Because, you know, Ooh, we're going to have a lot of, yes. yeah, a lot of parties. Yep, yeah,
0: that's very fraught. You have to be very mindful. Um, first of all, I if most workplaces sort of put a limit on mm-hmm. on how much to spend on the gift. Please stick to that limit. If the limit's $20, yeah. don't buy somebody a hundred dollar gift card because then they're just left feeling terrible because they stuck to the $20. Mm-hmm. So be mindful if there's that kind of a thing. Um make it appropriate. I mean nothing <laughs> filthy, nothing, you know, too, nothing raunchy, nothing too, you know, don't give somebody a 90 mm-hmm. or, you know, just just use common common sense. sense when you buy these things and try and make it something that's, you know, works for any situation, any gender, you know, gifting to your boss is tricky.
1: Oh, I can't even imagine. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to be
0: careful about how that appears. Best to do something really low-key but thoughtful. Maybe it's baking cookies Mm -hmm. and bringing them in, or maybe it's just, you know, offering to to work late on a project or, you know, taking them Mm -hmm. to lunch maybe. You know, something very simple and low-key and not like you're, trying too hard and not something where it puts them in a position right. where, you know, it it they have to give to everybody and if you overgive it it becomes awkward and
1: complicated. And
0: if you have office staff, make sure it's an equivalency. Make sure everybody's getting about the mm-hmm. same thing. Don't play favorites with your holiday gifting, especially if it's staff and for heaven's sakes, if you work with three coworkers equally, don't give one of them a gift in front of the other two. <laughs> you know make sure if, if you yeah if you're only buying for the one who really is your best friend then take her to lunch mm-hmm. and give her the gift there Right. don't be you know handing out things in front of the other two so they can just stand there and you know right. realize how less than they mm-hmm. really are in your world you it's know, like that's saying just i'm going nice. to go
1: to starbucks to get something to drink right and then you know you ask two people but you've got 10 people right. in your office and you don't ask them It yeah. makes you feel yeah crummy. yeah it's awkward and that's mm-hmm. another actually That brings up another
0: fun thing to do with the holidays. You know, bring in that box of Joe from Dunkin' Donuts and, you know, a big Mm -hmm. tray of snacks or, you know, order pizza someday for the office just for fun. I mean, these are things that make everybody feel great. Mm -hmm.
1: They do. Absolutely. So that whole workplace giving thing leads to workplace parties and drinking at a company party, which is a big topic.
0: Uh, It is a big topic and people can get into... I mean, we've all been at that party. Um, We all have. I'm happy to say I have not been that person at that party, (laughs) uh, but it happens. Mm -hmm. So I would say, first of all, as particularly as women... We don't always eat before we go Mm -hmm. to the party because we're trying to fit into the cute dress or we, you know, and we don't always eat at the party because it's awkward. You've got the drink in one hand, the food in the other. There's nowhere to put the drink Mm -hmm. down. Typically, it's a stand around kind of thing, especially at night. It's usually cocktails. For heaven's sakes, eat something before you go. Eat something. (laughs) I don't care what, but don't show up Mm -hmm. to the party starving because then all you do is stand around with looking like a chipmunk because you've got food, you know, food in your face. Or you get loaded, you know, because Mm -hmm. you haven't had anything to eat. So, please, eat something beforehand. Moderation. You know, have a good time. Have a, you know, have a couple drinks Mm -hmm. of whatever you like. But recognize that this is, these are people you work with. And it will be the talk of the office. For a long time. The next day. And you might make decisions or say things or Mm -hmm. do things that you're not going to be wanting to revisit that Monday after the party. So let's just try and, you know, have a little mm-hmm. class. <laughs> bring,
1: bring it down a notch. Bring it down just 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 a little bit. So again, going along the lines of company parties, mm-hmm. are party clothes acceptable for an office party? Like something you'd go clubbing in. No. <laughs> so- I you guys should have saw her eyes. She's like, ah. Oh. No. No. No,
0: no. You want to be mindful that it still be doesn't necessarily have to be work appropriate but it needs to be occasion appropriate. So, if your office party is a holiday lunch, Dress like you dress to go to the office, but maybe take it up a notch. You know, wear wear something nicer than what Mm -hmm. you maybe go to work in. If it's an evening thing or a cocktail thing, wear clothes that you would wear if you're going to a cocktail party. So for gentlemen, that's a jacket. You know, pants Mm -hmm. might be a fun Christmas tie because it is the holidays. Might be a little pocket square, something like that. For ladies, it's going to be a dress or pantsuit or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, dress for the occasion. However we don't need everything on display. You know, ah, we don't uh-huh. need the, the dress crazy short, crazy tight. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand for a lot of people, their office party is a nice date night mm-hmm. and you want to look cute for your significant other. But let's remember that it it is still work-ish.
1: Remember where you're at.
0: Remember where you're at and just, you know, keep it, keep it, you know, nice, clean, clean, clean. Yeah, clean. Keep it clean. Just keep it to a point where, you know, when you see that picture, you know, when it makes the rounds, you're not sort of like,
1: Oh, that was not a good idea. <laughs> you're not cringing. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> are there any, I, I, I have uh, fast facts that we're going to do with you at okay. the end of, at the end of our podcast, but are there any other things that we did not touch on that people should know for the holiday season? Any etiquette?
0: I mean my gosh we covered a lot of, we did a lot of minefield you know there which was great and and I know it's scary and i i think for people they struggle a lot at the holidays just it's very difficult because we all want it to be this magical amazing time and that can create you know a lot of stress so I think mm-hmm. the most important thing about manners and etiquette and things during the holiday is to just, just relax. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just do the best you can. Again, it's always the golden rule. Just mm-hmm. think about in a situation, how would you want to be treated? So, you know, if you have that family member that's pushing you to go to their house for Christmas, but you know, you really can't manage it, you know, just be, be kind about it. Be mm-hmm. honest. You know, I think honesty is, is really important in family when you're dealing with some Absolutely, of these fraught situations and just, you know, being gracious, but also true, you mm-hmm. know, to 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 what your needs are in a situation, you know, and and just trying to, you know, keep the holidays light right. and fun, and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Nobody, you know, it it's it's not your responsibility to make it awesome, right. you know, for everybody.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome advice because you're right. <clears throat> We're yeah. all supposed to have fun and right it's supposed to be light- lighthearted. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it is. So I have uh, two fun facts. Okay, that I love. To, to, oh know. Lord, okay, here we go. Here we All go. Right, okay. I'm ready. So, what is the best book or podcast that you have listened to or read lately?
0: So, I um, love anything, his uh, social history, okay. particularly nonfiction social mm-hmm. history. And if it's got, and if the person's, you know, the, the lead character, is somebody aristocratic? Or you love your queens and your I love my queens. I love my kings. I I love, my kings, <laughs> I, lo- I love anything involving you know royalty and and certainly the first families mm-hmm. of this country too. So any any book about the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, the Roosevelts, and um, Anderson Cooper, mm-hmm. who you know everybody knows, is mm-hmm. an anchor and a reporter for CNN what most people know but not everybody knew is that Anderson Cooper's mother is Gloria Vanderbilt I recently uh, learned that and it was like what? what it's it's a crazy thing and and um, there's actually two books that I absolutely love Anderson wrote a series of email correspondence back and forth with his mother when she was in her early 90s oh, wow. so a few just a few years before mm-hmm. she passed because she just passed Um. And it's a series of him asking questions and her answering and her asking questions. And it's an open dialogue that they've never had before. And it's called The Rainbow Comes and Goes is the book. And then there's also a sort of companion documentary on HBO. If you have friends who have aging parents and are struggling with that bond building Mm -hmm. or or, or that process of losing your parent, um, maybe because of age or Alzheimer's, it is the most beautiful book. I have given this book a hundred times easily, um, and it's a quick read, and it is just beautiful. Like I said, it's called "The Rainbow Comes and Goes." I'll drop that in our show notes. And then there, the other one that I just read, literally that just came out, that my sister gave me because she always gives me the best books, uh, is uh, about Vanderbilt's, the Vanderbilts themselves, and Anderson wrote it with a oh, co-author. Wow it was very important it was a part of his past that he had kind of put into a box in his mother's on his mother's shelf mm-hmm. and didn't really pay any attention to and then he had a son and decided that his son Wyatt should understand who his what his mm-hmm. legacy is good bad or indifferent right. and he is quite critical you know of his family um history but it's very interesting and it's called wait i wrote it i wrote it down because i was afraid i would forget the full title it is called Vanderbilt Rise and Fall of an American Dynasty. Okay. And um it's great. Again, a quick read but l- tons of great information and pictures also of of the people and it's it's just um it's wonderful and and he really has a nice style of writing and uh yeah, I
1: I loved it. I thought it wonderful. was wonderful. I will drop those two in the show notes. And last, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
0: Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. I know, I knew it would be. It's really a a hard question. I think probably the best advice that I ever got was actually from my mother, who was a person, if you knew her, you would never think she was painfully shy.
1: Mm.
0: Ever. she Because she just blew into every room. Largest life, very anti-mame, very... You know, I've arrived, but Mm -hmm. she actually was painfully shy. And she and and she helped one of my sons who who was also quite shy with the advice that, you know, anytime you go into a room and you don't know the people there, they're just as uncomfortable and just as nervous Mm -hmm. as you are. So you just go in there and try and make others feel comfortable. Ask them about themselves talk about them. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. That's so true. And then instantly it, it takes the attention off of you, mm-hmm. puts the attention over there and gives you a chance to kind of get your bearings and not feel so, you know, overwhelmed when you're in these situations, you know, and I just, I thought that was just always such great advice. So many people feel so intimidated, you know, by social situations or mm-hmm. work situations or, you know, places where they have to, you know, put themselves out there. And I'm, I'm guilty of that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I don't think many people would say that I was shy either, but I have to really steal myself mm-hmm. when I go into situations where I don't know quite a few people. And I just try and hear my mother in my ear saying, you know, everybody's just as, you know, just as nervous as you are. So just take a deep breath and don't worry. You I know, love it's that. It's going to be okay.
1: I love that. Cause I, am going to have that in my mental file. So. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much, Mimi, for being on the, the show. Thank you um, really appreciated and and the great, great tips that we got here from you. I know I are going to be uh, a lot of people are going to be drawing off of this to get through their holidays. Yeah, well, I so. hope
0: so. And like I said, that's that's why we do it. That's what manners and mm-hmm. etiquette are for. It's to make everybody feel comfortable and that they are part of the party. So that's, you know, that's the most important thing to remember. Wonderful. And thank you
1: again. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you again, friends, for tuning into the Fashionista Life with Jennifer Johnson brought to you by True Fashionistas. Make your day fabulous. Thanks so much for tuning
0: in to this episode of the Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Fashionista Life.